Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. County will have details on that. A traffic stop leads police to thousands of suspected fentanyl pills. I'm Liz Anderson. A political shift that could lead Congress to reverse D.C.'s new penalties for violent crimes. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. We have reaction this morning on WTOP from D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. Good morning, it's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Mary Rubin in New York. Tornadoes ripped through the south, killing at least 10 people. And the severe weather is now moving east with a mix of snow, sleet, and rain. WWJ-TV's Karen Carter is driving around Detroit. Vehicles out on the roadway are slipping and sliding all over the place. So uh, please be careful if you have to go outside this evening. If you're shoveling this evening, please be careful as well. But the roads are still just a mess and we still are expecting more snow. President Biden had skin cancer removed during his physical last month. CBS's Donya Backus. All cancerous tissue was successfully removed and no further treatment is required. When there's some, it means there probably will be more. And it represents skin damage during his life. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus says doctors will regularly monitor the president's skin for future issues. And if you get him early, it's a very small incision to take it out. If you wait long, it's actually a larger lesion and much more complicated. Actor Tom Sizemore has died. His manager reports he died in a sleep at a hospital in Burbank, California. Tom Sizemore was known for playing tough guy roles like the psychotic detective in Natural Born Killers. Put your hands where I can see him and step on the light. And the soldier caught up in chaos in Black Hawk Down. All right, we need to move out now. Perhaps his best known role was in the World War II drama Saving Private Ryan. Fall in. You gonna shoot me over, Ryan? No, I'm gonna shoot you because I don't like you. But his personal life was also full of drama. He struggled with drug abuse and had run-ins with the law. He had been in a coma since suffering a brain aneurysm in February. Tom Sizemore was 61. Steve Futterman, CBS News. Alec Murdoch is behind bars tonight, sentenced to life in prison for the murders of his wife and son. I'm Stacy Lynn. Defense attorney Dick My brother-in-law died suddenly. And now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. Client to take That's the why stand. I told my no. husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> and now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. Who's with me? Good thing is, he knows when he's buzzed. And my brain is saying, when it's time to go home, somebody call me a ride. Love that guy. Me too. Know your buzzed warning signs? Call for a ride when it's time to go home. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. <laughs> Let us march forth on this Saturday morning here on WTOP. At 3.03, March 4th, good morning, welcome in. It's the weekend, everybody. Partly sunny with strong winds today. Highs in the upper 50s. We're at 42 in our nation's capital right now. 
Welcome to the weekend. Saturday morning. Glad you're with us. I'm Dean Lane. Tommy, the local stories we're looking at for you as we ride into this 3 a.m. hour together Saturday morning. We begin with the findings of an investigation this morning into how locally Loudoun County Public Schools handled two separate sexual assaults and whether it should be made public. That is the posture that it should be made public of Attorney General Jason Meares who, through special counsel, has filed for a subpoena for its release. The school board there voted against releasing the report just last month, you may remember. In a court ruling, the special counsel now says the report is related to the investigation of former Superintendent Scott Ziegler, who you may remember was fired and then charged at that time with related crimes. Ziegler was charged, in fact, with three misdemeanors just last year. WTOP at 304. A 22-year-old was shot and killed by U.S. Marshals locally in Southeast D.C. just earlier this week. Now we're hearing this weekend from his family. I need answers. We want answers, and I'm not going to stop screaming it until I get it. Tiffany Stewart wants to know how and why U.S. Marshals shot and killed her nephew, Alante Scott, Tuesday afternoon in Southeast D.C. I want to know how I paid a bond for my nephew last week, and this week you slaughtered him in the streets. After he paid the bond on February 14th, court documents show a judge issued a second warrant for Scott when he didn't show up for court on February 23rd. He was facing charges for stealing a car in Montgomery County. D.C. police say as marshals went to arrest Scott, he ran, pulled out a gun, and both deputies fired. Y'all killed my nephew. Cheyenne Karen, WTOP News. A traffic stop along Georgia Avenue locally in Montgomery County just earlier this week has led to the arrest, apparently, of a man suspected of selling fentanyl lace pills. It started Monday when Montgomery County police officers pulled over a car driven by 20-year-old Marcus Carter of Silver Spring. Turns out Carter had violated his learner's permit and two others were with him. County police say officers determined they had cause to search the car and they found 250 pills they suspected were fentanyl. They also found more of the pills on Carter, more than $1,000 cash and a loaded gun. 1,800 more pills were found during a search of Carter's home later that evening, along with more cash. Carter is being held without bond. The two others who were with him were released and no charges filed against them. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Saturday morning at 3.05 on WTOP. It is looking likely now the U.S. Senate will vote next week to block the district's new criminal penalties that were adopted by the D.C. Council. More from WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller Saturday morning. The Republican sponsor of the disapproval resolution, Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty, has consistently said he thinks enough Democrats will get on board to pass it. I do believe that there's a very good chance that we will have a number of Democrat senators that will want to join this because I think they see the same issues that we do. Several Democrats now say they will back the measure and President Biden won't stand in its way with a veto. Critics of the new criminal code say it shouldn't lighten penalties for crimes like robbery and carjacking. But many D.C. officials say the GOP bill will undermine home rule and the district's right to self-determination. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. And D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser was with us here on WTOP this week with her reaction on congressional interference and President Biden not threatening a veto. We never encourage congressional meddling in the affairs of the District of Columbia. Our issues can be dealt with locally. We expected that the Senate would be voting next week. It was shaping up to be a tough vote, as we were hearing and talking to senators about. So I think the president probably got the same message, that there were a lot of Democratic senators who were looking not to join the Republican in treading on D.C., but to express concern about violent crime across 
the nation, not just in the district. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser on WTLP this week. After less than a year on the job, the leader of the D.C. Department of Buildings is announcing formally his plans to apparently step down from that role. Washington Post reports this week that acting director Ernest Shepra announced his plans formally to leave his post in a letter to the agency's staff on Friday, but gave no timeline or departure for the planned exit. Shapiro started as the acting director of the DOB when it began its operations back in October. The DOB and the new Department of Licensing and Consumer Protection were created after the D.C. Council voted to split up the Department of Consumer and Regulatory Affairs back in 2020. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We finally made it. March 4th. Thanks for sharing part of it with us here at WTLP, where the time now is 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Driving and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good Saturday morning to Carlos Ramirez with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, it's Saturday already. It's one of my favorite days. All right, Indeed we'll it is. <laughs> we'll go ahead and take a look at Bladensburg Road right by New York Avenue. I always like to mention it because since it is sad, Friday night into Saturday, uh, folks are out and about. And, of course, we know there are plenty of event spaces near Bladensburg Road and New York Avenue. So that's exactly what we're seeing here, folks leaving the area. You're going to see a lot of volume there on Bladensburg Road itself and uh, traffic leading to and from uh, Echo Stages. And those areas are going to be very crowded uh, for the next couple of minutes. So just be aware of that. Also, we are still watching the accident scene. That is on 295, the ramp from 295 onto 695. The signs do call it downtown. So be aware that... Pardon me, uh, that the ramp from 295 onto 695 is partially blocked. The crash involving an overturned vehicle is there blocking the way. And this is a spot where traffic from both north and southbound blend in together. So that's where you're going to see the most potential for, uh, call it bo- bottlenecking or, uh, of sorts. Once you get past that, a little closer to M Street, things are going to be up to speed. No issues continuing, continuing past Third Street Tunnel and can, making your way into Virginia. In Virginia, 395 looks awesome. No issues to report on the Beltway. Southbound 95, uh, no worries. Headed past Dale City and continuing towards the Fredericksburg area. 66 is quiet. Eastbound side with the Dulles Toll Road. A little slow there. Headed just past 28. Don't see anything on our screens suggesting of any accident scenes. But if you're along the toll road, do let us know. 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. Jiffy Lube service centers keep you moving from oil changes to tire rotations to filters, wipers, to a full range of services. Visit JiffyLubeDC.com for a location near you. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. We're tracking the wind as we make our way through our Saturday. A wind advisory in effect from 10 to 3 o'clock this afternoon. Winds could gust 40 to 50 miles per hour, and that's why we're still in weather alert mode. As we move on through the day, highs in the mid-50s for the most part. On Sunday, we'll see highs in the upper 50s to near 60. Beautiful day there. Monday, high of 61. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are at 42 degrees in our nation's capital, where the time now is 310. Money news at 10 and 40 on WTOP. Some good news about inflation from a company that should know. Costco notes some of its own prices are starting to come down. Costco also reported record membership renewals. TSA PreCheck has reached a record, surpassing 15 million active members. Big Friday rally for the markets. The Dow up 387 points. That was 1%. The S&P 500 index up 1.5%. The Nasdaq finished the day up 226 points. That's 2%. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. 
Quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTLP this Saturday morning. Disgraced South Carolina former lawyer and now convicted murderer Alex Murdoch was sentenced to life in prison without parole on Friday for the murder of his son and wife. A cancerous skin lesion was removed from President Joe Biden's chest last month. It was a common form of skin cancer. His doctor is not recommending any further treatment, says he's fine. Keep it here on WTLP for full details on these developing stories in just minutes. Our latest check of traffic and weather brought to you this morning by Longfence. Save 15% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. This is WTOP News. Fairfax County Police are facing scrutiny this morning over their policies after officers recently shot and killed a shoplifting suspect outside Tyson's Corner Center. The Police Executive Research Forum, an organization that's reviewed and recommended changes to department policies in the past, has been called in. Chief Davis reached out to us to ask us if we could look at some recent incidents of police officer-involved use of force and then look at their training and look at their policy and see if there are any recommendations. Chuck Wexler is the executive director and says, while there's a lot to the process... We will work as quickly as we can to at least provide some immediate observations of things they could be doing. Then a more detailed report will follow. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. It'll be a weekend behind bars for the now former mayor of College Park this weekend. Patrick Wyon was arrested on more than 50 counts of child pornography-related charges. Wyon resigned Wednesday night this week, was taken into custody on Thursday. His bond review, scheduled for Friday afternoon, has been postponed now until next week. Wyon is married to an employee of Hubbard Radio, Washington, D.C., which owns WTOP. Transportation issues now. Buying a new car these days for its cutting-edge technology can be fun and expensive. Now, one car maker, Heads Up, has an apparent plan to make sure you never miss a payment. Ford has filed for a patent that would let the company repossess the car remotely. If you missed a few payments, the onboard computer could disable the AC or the car radio. Miss a few more and the car might keep beeping whenever you're driving. If you still didn't pay, the car could lock you out or even drive itself to a place where a tow truck could take it away. Or if Ford thinks repossession is too expensive, the car could drive itself to the junkyard. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Inflation is driving up prices these days for most of the things we buy and do. And car insurance rates are apparently no different. Nationwide, car insurance rates are up about 13% over 2022. But we're a little better off in our area than in most places. Bankrate says the average annual premium for car insurance in Metro D.C. is $1,711. That's $300 below the national average. That makes our area the third cheapest in the nation based on local incomes and other factors. Rates are higher in Maryland than Virginia. What usually raises your rate besides inflation? Your driving record, the car you drive, and having teenagers on your policy. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. A boil water advisory locally is in effect for the Spring Valley community in Charles County, Maryland this morning. It was put in place after a water leak on Friday. The leak has been fixed, we're told, but Charles County's Public Works Department says this morning that the leak caused a loss of water pressure, and that could potentially contaminate drinking water. The advisory will remain in effect, we're 
toll through the weekend until Sunday. Affected residents should, they say, bring their water to a rolling boil for at least one minute, then let it cool before drinking it, brushing your teeth, prepping any type of baby formula, or giving it to your pets. Top stories we're following on WTOP Saturday morning. Disgraced South Carolina former lawyer, now convicted murderer Alex Murdoch, was sentenced this week Friday to life in prison without parole. An appeal is planned. A cancerous skin lesion was removed, apparently, from President Joe Biden's chest last month. It was common, a common form of skin cancer, we're told. His doctor is not recommending any further treatment here. He says he's fine. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Papa, why can't we telegraph while riding a horse? Son, there ain't no one to blame but Jeffro. He was riding old Betsy the Stallion, tip-tapping away at his telegraph, when blam, ran right into the side of the saloon. Well, if Jeffro can't do it, neither should you. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. An update on traffic and weather just around the corner. 316, checking out the world of entertainment this weekend. Showbiz Express, I'm Ross Crystal. Sky P. Marshall has been cast as a lead opposite Kathy Bates in the CBS drama pilot Matlock. It's a new version of the classic TV drama which starred Andy Griffith. According to Deadline, in the updated series, septuagenarian Madeline Matlock, played by Bates, joins the workforce at a prestigious law firm where she uses her unassuming demeanor and wily tactics to win cases and expose corruption from within. Special agent Orson Fortune, played by Jason Statham, and his team of operatives recruit one of Hollywood's biggest movie stars to help them on an undercover mission when the sale of a deadly new weapons technology threatens to disrupt the world order. Directed by Guy Ritchie, Aubrey Plaza, who co-stars, tells us why she wanted to be a part of Operation Fortune. I think what drew me to the project the most was just the chance to work with Guy Ritchie and, of course, Statham. But I actually think it's just the kind of movie that I've never done before. And so when they pitched it to me and they were like, it's kind of like a spy, James Bond kind of movie with a sense of humor, I was like, yes, because I've never done an action movie before. Operation Fortune opens in theaters today. Writer, podcaster, and best-selling author Touré tells us about hosting his latest program on the Grio. Touré, our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront, available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Ross Crystal. Hey, so what's a great way to spread awareness that driving high is illegal everywhere? A catchy song, of course. You can run, or you can drive high. You can run, or you can drive high. Friendly reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Saturday morning, March 4th. Welcome to the weekend. Thanks for sharing the early part of it with us here at WTOP, where the time now is 318. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s, and when it breaks, Carlos Ramirez with us this early Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. Still watching the accident scene on the ramps from 295 onto the southeast-southwest freeway 695. And I did say ramps, plural, with an S. 
If you're headed northbound or southbound on 295 and trying to head inbound onto 695, the signs call it downtown. Uh, that ramp is all sorts of jammed up. Unclear if they've got it completely shut down or not, but uh, the delays are telling. Of course, it does seem to me that uh, if traffic is getting by, it's going to be single file. And, of course, you've got uh, two lines of traffic leading into this ramp, which is likely why the accident scene happened in the first place, of course. But the point is, it is also involving a police investigation of some sort, so be extra cautious, follow police direction in the area as necessary, of course. Uh, and, of course, if you're headed on 295 trying to access that ramp, be ready to slow down because folks on the ramp itself are basically down to a stop. Otherwise, 395 and 695 are running smoothly. Once you get past this crash, you will be fine headed towards the 3rd Street Tunnel. 3rd Street Tunnel looks okay. New York Avenue is up to speed, and any delays we had near Bladensburg Road have all cleared up. No issues to report along Pennsylvania Avenue, Suitland Parkway, or Central Avenue. 50 looks good as you head towards the Beltway, and no issues as you continue out towards Annapolis. 210, Branch Avenue, 301, all looking good between Upper Marlboro, Brandywine, even headed down towards Waldorf and La Plata. No issues. In Virginia, 95, 66, and the Beltway all up to speed as well. No worries. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 has been watching the rain move out of the area and farther to the north and east, and that means our Saturday is going to be a drier day. Still some wet roads out there now, so heads up for that. As you move on through the day, the big deal is going to be the wind, and a wind advisory is in in place across much of the region. That's why we have a weather alert continuing across our area. That wind advisory going until 3 o'clock. Winds could gust 40 to 50 miles per hour on your Saturday. Highs in the mid-50s for the most part. Sunday, though, much better. Point for a high temperature near 60. I'm Storm Team 4. Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 44 degrees at the wharf in D.C. and in Oxon Hill. 40 in Sterling this early morning and we're looking at having gone up a degree back to 43 in our nation's capital. It's 3 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, March 4th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Glad you're with us. This check brought to you on WTOP Saturday morning by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. Coming right up in the minutes ahead Saturday morning for you right here. Pressing pause on construction of its HQ2 in Arlington, Amazon explains the decision. I'm Megan Cloherty. Local students with ties to Turkey and Syria leading fundraising efforts after a devastating earthquake. I'm Scott Gelman. How can you experience the ultimate in luxury while also getting the best possible value at the same place? Seems contradictory, right? Well, it happens every day at Diamonds Direct as we bring together the best of all worlds for our customers. We take pride in our showroom atmosphere being both lavish and relaxing. It's our selection, which is truly breathtaking and yet attainable. It's our diamond experts who are technical in their knowledge, but at the same time, warm, engaging, and caring. This is what makes Diamonds Direct a unique and captivating place where we constantly challenge the norms and redefine shopping expectations. Regardless of whether you want a simple goal band or the most intricate custom design ring. We love making it happen. And whether you're in a t-shirt and shorts or a three-piece suit, you'll be treated like family and we'll go out of our way to make you comfortable and happy. Come and experience a different kind of jewelry where we're as practical as we are romantic. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Directions and store hours online at DiamondsDirect.com. WTOP at 322. This is WTOP News. Now the focus on Northern Virginia and what observers call troubling economic news as we head into this weekend here at WTOP. Amazon's announcement recently to bring the HQ2 
to Arlington came with fanfare and, of course, hopes of an economic boost for the region. But now the company says this week it is pressing pause, apparently, on the second phase of its construction right now. Quote, we've decided to shift the groundbreaking of Penn Place out a bit. That's part of a statement from John Shuttler, Amazon's VP of Global Real Estate. The company says the pause is due to the fact they just don't need the working space. With the plan this June to move 8,000 new employees into the completed first phase of its HQ2 construction, known as Metropolitan Park. The existing space can accommodate 14,000 workers. In a statement, Arlington County board members say we're confident Amazon remains committed to the second phase of its project, Penn Place, and its benefits to the community. Sources say Amazon will likely begin pre-construction and permitting to move forward with the second phase this fall. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Locally, Fairfax County Superintendent Michelle Reed says this morning the county is thrilled with the caliber of candidates it's drawing right now as it begins hiring for next year. Telling WTOP this week, staffers have been recruiting at many colleges and universities lately. We are doing, I think, transformational work in public education and hiring earlier this year than we've previously hired. So we anticipate being fully staffed for the fall school year with the most effective educators in the country. A job fair is scheduled this weekend as part of those ongoing hiring plans. That awful earthquake in Turkey and Syria last month is now one of the deadliest this century. Students in our area locally with ties to the region are finding ways to help the survivors. I don't want to do anything in my power to help. Hamza is a student at Cooper Middle School in Fairfax County and has family in both Syria and Turkey. He's part of a group that has collected thousands in donations and supplies to send to both places. Students have also planned fundraising events like a student-teacher volleyball game. Azra Topo lived in Turkey for eight years. One of her friends had several family members missing. My friend, she posted this post that said my family is in like the rubble, like they're lost, and I was like really sad. And Khan's great aunt was trapped in the rubble in Turkey. I'm very happy that she was actually able to be one of the survivors. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. New this morning on WTOP Saturday, Kellyanne Conway and her husband George Conway are apparently divorcing. Page Six reports this week that the pair now lawyered up and are hashing out the intimate details of the split. The Conways, of course, have made headlines for years. Over their political differences, Kellyanne, of course, serving as former President Donald J. Trump's first campaign advisor during his 2016 presidential campaign, while her husband co-founded at that time the Lincoln Project with the aim of keeping Trump out of the White House. The pair married back in 2001 and share four children. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday, March 4th. Welcome to the weekend. 325 and Frankie's turn once again. Maryland women's hoops advancing on in the Big Ten tournament, knocking out Illinois 73-58. So Maryland advances to the semifinals, will face off against Iowa Saturday at about 5 o'clock from Minneapolis. In the regular season, the Terps and the Hawkeyes split the two games that they played. NHL trade deadline came and went on Friday. Capitals did not make any more moves, but they certainly did make a lot of uh, things happen the last six days as they traded away five veteran players. The new-look Capitals will face off against the San Jose Sharks at 6 o'clock 
on Saturday. Wizards with a late afternoon game as they have a rare back-to-back with the Toronto Raptors. Just beat Toronto the other night, and they face the Raptors at 5 o'clock on Saturday at Capital One Arena as the Wizards are inching closer to 500. The Nationals beat the Mets 11-6 on Friday as the pitch clock is getting a lot of uh, publicity in spring training. Yeah, they had 17 runs, but the game only took two hours in 24 minutes. Tiger Woods is going to skip the Players' Championship as he's getting a rest ahead of the Masters in April. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports.